Welcome to the Nature and Science of Work podcast for the week of Thursday, February 17th, 2022. I'm Robert Levine. On this week's podcast, Tackling Disruption and Change at Work. When your work is disrupted and stability nowhere to be found, visit the islands of change. How do you disrupt work disruptions? In Working When Work is Disrupted, our Explore article and podcast appearing earlier this month, we viewed work disruptions in present times through the lens of past disruptions, including those within a single lifetime in the habitats of early humans, disruptions of pandemics, famines, and wars in the presence of information technology, and commonplace disruptions long before 2020 in industries related to transport, freight, manufacturing, emergency and community medicine, and others. We also looked in depth at an extended example about the challenges of forage scheduling in foundries where production is frequently disrupted. Our exploration of all of these yielded key questions to connect with daily work in this Integrate feature. These questions include, what do you do when your work or work environment is more changing than it is stable, rather than more stable than it is changing? And in that situation, how do you most effectively ask what works, rather than ask, what's best? Also, how do you know whether your work and work environment are more changing than stable, or if instead they are fundamentally more stable than they are changing? And does change versus stability make a difference? Biologist Stuart Kaufman noted that living systems organize themselves so that on a range between order and chaos, they are just inside the boundary of having more order than chaos. Living systems, at the same time, have only as much order as is required to maintain organization and life. And they have plenty of chaos. Maintaining order for everything is too costly and also too rigid to be effective. Order and disorder in work environments. Work environments are much the same as what Kaufman said about living systems. Some work requires a high degree of order, and other work allows or requires more disorder and change. Most of the time, most organizations and work environments have more order than disorder. That is, they are more stable than changing. In the Explore feature, we saw that in foundries, when scheduling forage production, optimizing approaches are effective when conditions are more orderly. These approaches can be encapsulated by asking the question, what's best? 
When conditions are more chaotic or changing, though, rules of thumb work better and are most effectively developed by asking a different question. What works? There are many situations and conditions, apart from current disruptions, in which the work in an organization is more changing than it is stable. Consider the work of putting out a daily print newspaper. That work was more stable than it was changing from the advent of printing until recently. Change, introduced by technology, caused disruption, introducing environments more changing than stable for an industry, for individual newspapers, and for the daily work of reporters, editors, and publishers. The move to web publishing and the development of social media continue to create a more changing environment than a stable one for most newspapers, employees, and publishers. Assessing change in your work environment. Faced with situations like that, here are some questions you can ask to assess whether the work that you do or the work environment you're in is changing more than remaining stable or if it is more stable than it is changing. What specifically is changing or disrupted right now? For how long has that element been changing? How long will that change continue? How big is this change? How much of the work or the work environment is changing? That will be the topic of our discussion of the islands momentarily. How are these changes happening? And last, overall, what is the balance between work that is changing and work that is stable? Visiting the islands. To answer that last question, we should next explore the islands of change and the islands of stability, large and small, that cover a large bay, perhaps, representing your work or the work of your organization. No work is a monolith. In any stable work environment, there are islands of change. In any changing work environment, there are islands of stability. Identify the islands of change and stability in your work and work environment. How do these two sets of islands compare? Are there more islands of change or more islands of stability? How does one island of change or stability affect the other islands around it? Of course, the change or stability on any island of work could be good or bad. In asking and answering the questions, it's most helpful to take a neutral stance on whether any change or stability is productive or harmful. 
at the same time and well beyond this exercise, there is never a need to embrace change without first having the opportunity to assess for yourself whether that change is beneficial or harmful to you. What works? The next step is to identify what, if anything, needs to change or to become more stable. Assume that you have identified 10 islands in the work of your organization or your own work. As you consider each of those islands, ask yourself the following questions. In what ways is your work changing more than remaining stable? Is that change helpful or is the change and disruption causing problems? If there are problems, what is the least noticeable disruption that can be made to this particular island to reduce the amount of change so that it becomes just more stable than changing? Or to increase the amount of change so that it becomes just more changing than stable. Can that be done? How specifically can it be done? Over what period of time? Can you do this yourself? How? If you need others, what specifically do you want them to do? What are the barriers to change? What will you and others do about those barriers? How will you know if you are reducing disruption or increasing change effectively? How will you know if you are not doing it effectively? And most important, what is the goal of the change? The overall framework in the midst of change is to take actions that meet the criteria of what works rather than what's best. By drawing on approaches from living systems in our February Explorer feature and here, by treating disruption as a typical event, a typical event in changing work, you can recognize and respond effectively to disruption and change by asking, is this work more changing than it is stable or more stable than changing? Then continually ask yourself and others, not what's best, but what works? For the Nature and Science of Work podcast, I'm Robert Levine. Keep seeing nature in work and work in nature. Send questions, comments, and suggestions to Work at substack.com. Thank you for listening.